This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is QNN, your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA plus news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation, Joy. Hello, I'm Andy Kay with your QNN update. The ABC reports the New South Wales government says it will bring forward its promised laws banning gay conversion practices days after a religious lobby group claimed to have helped put the reforms on pause. A spokesperson for the Premier's office confirmed the legislation would be introduced to Parliament by the end of the year. It was previously expected that the government's bill would not be introduced until 2024. Tim Pocock, a survivor of conversion practices, said therapy did not have to involve physical pain to be considered torture. Mr Pocock said he was taken to a psychologist for hypnotherapy to get rid of his homoerotic tendencies in 2011. Equality Australia CEO Anna Brown welcomed the government's commitment to introduce its own bill this year, but warned the legislation must be robust. Queensland, the ACT and Victoria have already introduced conversion practice bans, while Western Australia, South Australia and Tasmania have promised to outlaw the practices. From The Guardian, the Queensland Health Minister has called on the federal government to consider scrapping restrictions that prevent most gay and bisexual men from donating blood. In Australia, sexually active gay men, bisexual men, transgender women and some non-binary people who have sex with men, including those in long-term relationships, are unable to donate blood unless they abstain from sex for three months. The UK, Canada, the US and several other countries have relaxed long-standing rules blocking men who have sex with other men from donating blood. The gay blood bans were mostly adopted in the 1980s due to fears about HIV infection. Individual risk assessments involve asking the same set of questions about sexual activity to anyone who wishes to give blood, regardless of their sexuality or their partner's gender. The Let Us Give campaign says research shows this approach would not compromise blood safety, would increase the blood supply and would remove discrimination from blood donation. Meanwhile, overseas, NBC News reports Turkey's President Tayyip Erdogan said on Saturday he did not recognise LGBT and vowed to combat perverse trends which he said aimed to destroy the institution of family in the country. Turkey's government, led by Erdogan and his Islamist-rooted AK party, has toughened its stance on LGBTQ freedoms in recent months, particularly while campaigning for this year's elections in May. Homosexuality is not a crime in Turkey, but hostility to it is widespread and police crackdowns on pride parades have become tougher over the years. And again from NBC News, Marina Machete became the first transgender woman to win Miss Portugal last week, making her one of two trans contestants so far to compete for Miss Universe later this year. Machete, a 28-year-old flight attendant, thanked her supporters for the positive and empowering messages she has received since being crowned Thursday. 
and Jackapon Jack Raju Tatip, a Thai businesswoman and transgender advocate, bought the Miss Universe organization for $20 million last year, making her the first woman to own the pageant. Turning to QNN Sport now, and for college tennis player Brooklyn Ross, the game is as much metaphysical as it is physical. At 27, Ross is preparing for one more season of collegiate tennis while pursuing a graduate degree at NCAA Division II Lewis University in Illinois. Her record has been competitive through two other stops in her college career, with stints at Metropolitan State University at Denver and University of Texas Tyler. Last week, Ross made her debut as a Lewis University flyer and earned a straight set victory. That's what's making news in the LGBTIQ plus community this week. The QNN team will be back here next week. You can also find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search QNN. I'm Andy Kay. QNN was recorded at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. QNN is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.